Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Thursday Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of the program, and we sure welcome you. 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. And there is so much to talk about. Let's get started right away. Record early voting turnout in Georgia refutes Biden-Abrams' Jim Crow claim. The story is many places, including the New York Times, New York Post, rather. Uh, Georgia voters today, yesterday, setting new benchmarks in early voting turnout ahead of the midterm elections. So, ladies and gentlemen, the midterms have begun. Let's be really clear about that. We keep thinking midterms is no two weeks. No, the midterms are right now. And the midterms are beginning in places all over the country thanks to early voting. The midterm elections are underway. On Monday, the first day of early voting in the Peach State, more than 131,000 people cast ballots. That is a record in Georgia. It marks an 85% increase compared to 2018 when only 71,000 Georgians voted on the first possible day. At the close of Wednesday, Secretary of State's office said 434,546 early and absentee ballots had been cast. People are excited about this. Now, let us go back in our memories. What did what did what did Joe Biden, President of the United States say when Republicans in the state pushed through new voting laws? new voting regulations, to pretty much tighten the procedures. They said Georgia was Jim Crow in the 21st century, that Republicans were denying people the right to vote. It didn't stop there. Not at all. Stacey Abrams called Republicans racist. That's nothing new. Republicans get called racist by Democrats every single day. She said the Integrity Act was a redo of Jim Crow in a suit and a tie. 
It's Jim Crow in a suit and a tie. Hollywood star The Slapper. The Slapper said that because of the law, his production company would no longer film the antebellum drama Emancipation in Georgia. The Slapper, that's Will Smith. The Slapper. The Slapper said that new law means Emancipation is not going to film in Georgia. Woka Wola. Coca-Cola turned into Woka Wola. Delta Airlines, Merck, J.P. Morgan Chase, Microsoft, Facebook, all of them went woke city and started griping about the racism, so forth and so on in Georgia. What this proves that every single one of them are wrong. The biggest, the biggest apology to the state of Georgia and to America should be Major League Baseball. Those cowards, those woke cowards. And Major League Baseball pulled the All-Star game out of Atlanta, hurting Georgia businesses, hurting Georgia small and large businesses, hurting the citizens of Georgia. Today, not one of them, not one of them is apologizing and saying, oh, well, we made a mistake, we were wrong. And, of course, the news media is not going back to Woka Wola, to Delta Airlines. They're not going back to J.P. Morgan. They're not going back to Facebook. They're not going back to Stacey Abrams. They're not going back to Joe Biden saying, Joe, you were wrong. This didn't do anything. Black people are not being disenfranchised. They can make all these claims. They can basically slander people. They can defame their character. And when they're proven wrong, this sorry, despicable, low-rent, slimy news media in this country won't even go back to these same bad actors and say, hey, what happened here? You told the American people something was going to happen, and it didn't happen. You said blacks would be disenfranchised from voting. More blacks than ever are turning out to vote under this Republican new law. Where is Stacey Abrams right now? Where are all those women on The View? I'll tell you where the women on The View are. Should hear Whoopi Goldberg. We have Whoopi Goldberg from the just the other day. Now she's not talking about Georgia. She's talking about Florida. Listen to what Whoopi says. So Patterson pleaded not guilty, and the governor's crackdown wound up with all of 20 arrests in total, 13 of whom were black. So what is going on? They said vote that that uh, if you are felon, you would be able to vote. I thought when you go to the place to register to say, here I am, they look and they say, okay, no, you can't, or yes, you can. Mm -hmm. So where is the information that says unless you are a pedophile or a murderer, you are not allowed to vote? Clearly, it's not written anywhere, or they would not have allowed him to do this. And where is Ron to say, what are you doing, man? (laughs) Why are you allowing this? This is your problem. You set these people up to be part of this voter fraud thing that you keep looking for yeah and you set these people up what are you doing and why why is this you know it didn't used to be you had to be concerned about voting it was very clear you had a right to do xyz when they say to you when the governor says this is how we're doing it people say okay this is how we're doing it why isn't he standing up well
Now, Whoopi Goldberg, as always, doesn't have the full story. I don't know who does this woman's research for her, but whoever it is, you need to do a better job of helping to get Whoopi up to speed. What happened in in the state of Florida is simple. Democrats, with their endless giveaways to the criminal element in our society, said, okay, let's let all the criminals that were convicted, let them have their vote again because we need the criminal vote to win. Okay, so Democrats passed a law, this is before DeSantis, giving criminals the right to vote again. Felons restore their voting privileges. But, but, the governor of Florida, smart guy that he is, and the legislature in Florida said, wait a minute. You're letting people have the right to vote that, number one, haven't really technically completed their sentences. Why? Because they still owed restitution. They still owed money that was part of the sentence. And you will find this, Democrats do this all the time. They look at what is in law and say it's not in the law. And things that aren't in the law, they say, are, are a matter of law. So what the governor did, and they also said, you know, murderers, rapists, no, we're not going to rescind this for you. The Republican legislature in Florida acted. So, yeah, there is a distinction now on which convicts, which felons can vote. If you murder, no, you can't vote. If you're a rapist, no, you can't vote. And if you haven't finished your sentence, which means paying up your restitution to victims or paying for the court costs, Now, what Democrats say is that it's racist to expect people to pay the restitution that they were sentenced with. That's racist. Just like it's racist, according to the Democrat mind, such as it is, to suggest people should actually have to post bail when they commit crimes. Ron DeSantis and his task force down down in Florida have been arresting people that vote illegally and charging them with it. You know what? Good. But of course, Whoopi Goldberg, the ever uninformed Whoopi Goldberg, cannot abide by the fact that there are actually rules. And it is not up to the people, when you go in to vote, I thought it was right there. No, it's up to you. You're the felon. It's up to you to know the rules. It's called read. It's called you want you, you, you think you're informed enough to go vote? Then double-check the information before you go. Personal responsibility. And so some people, Democrats, and 13 of them are black. Who cares? Who cares? They broke the law. Stop putting skin color in everything. They voted fraudulently and they've been arrested. Yes, voter, voter fraud. What's going on down there? Well, you wouldn't understand what's going on down there, whoopee. Because down there and other places in America, the law still counts for something. Not like in New York, where you can just be as lawless as all get out and still just 
Whoopi, you and your friends are fine on The View. You don't have to worry. You don't have to take the subways. You don't have to deal with the lawlessness that you and your fellow liberals unleash upon everyone else in society. You are inoculated from it. But this lawlessness doesn't exist everywhere. And it's not racist to ask people to follow the law. And it's not racist to arrest people that don't follow the law. I mean, this is just simple. It is, these are simple concepts. And it is hard to understand why these women on this show, The View, all of them went off in their own spot. We have some Joy Behar. Oh, that's another one. Oh, go ahead. Go play Joy from this show. This is, this is the, what they're up to now, the uh-huh. Republican Party, because they can't win, and they know they, they can't, can't win, win because the they demographics are changing, and the future is not Republican Party, so they have to cheat. So, so first they, they say that there is voter uh, fraud yeah, all over yeah, the place, right. which we know that's not true. Okay. Less than 1%. Less than 1%. Not true. Actual voter yeah. fraud. But they don't care about that. Then you set up a situation where you tell people lies, like these people were told, that they could vote when they actually could not. So they, they get the wrong information. They, but get, then, they could vote. However, right? in or if they can, yes, 2018, the resolution passed they don't even know. in Florida. Yes. The convicted felons that had served their time yes. could vote. But the not one for murderers and trauma. Served their right. sentence. Trauma and, and murderers. murderers. However, right. that was not put in place and given to the election roll people. But the what? That's absolutely stupid. So the second step is you set up to where people are voting fraudulently, unknowingly which is what we just watched. It's a setup. And then you deny the validity of any election where you did not win. She's pathetic. This is just the kind of idiocy, idiocy that abounds on the left side. They, They didn't tell the election people they changed the roles. Well, first of all, the elections offices in these places you're talking about are run by Democrats like in Palm Beach County, like in Broward County, like in Miami-Dade. So if they don't know the rules, what's wrong with you Democrats? You can't read? Well, if you go to public schools run by Democrats, that is an open question. I know I have to break. These people just so infuriate me with this continued idiocy. They just spew it every single day. We are subjected to this nonsense from these people. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. It's Rush Hour, and we're coming right back. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. Oh. They have it. Kevin is rocking. This is Foxy bringing us back. You remember Get Off. Under the sheets with two lovelies. Yeah. You remember this, don't you? If you were out partying back in the day.
All right, I have one more voter story, and then let me explain to you what we're going to do with the sound library today, with the sound bites that we have. The voter story, let me just get this out of the way real quick. Arizona is asking federal prosecutors to probe, probe, put that probe into play over possible voter intimidation. What is the intimidation? They're asking the DOJ in Maricopa County to get involved because a group of people followed a voter that used these drop-off boxes. Now, I can understand both sides of this one. You go, you put your paper ballot in a box, and then the next thing you know, you got people trailing you. But here's the deal. All of you people on the left say, they don't have any proof. They don't have any proof. They don't have any proof that there was fraud. So guess what? People are now out there looking. They're watching these little drop-off boxes that Democrats use in Democrat neighborhoods. And they're following people, and they're saying, okay, I want to see where this person goes. Let's take notes. Now, if you're that person being followed, I understand. This is not. It's like, who the hell is following me? I just I just voted. I can get that that's a little bit upsetting. But at the same time, you have these voter boxes where allegations have been that people stuff these boxes. And so guess what? Citizens are now involved. Wait, wait. What is he wearing? What is that hat? The New York Grangers? Who's, what is this? Every day. Every day. It's a, it's a hat for my ears. It's one of those winter hats, you know? It's just, snow- I, I just happened to pick out the Rangers hat, yes. Is it snowing outside? No, it's not, but what about my right. ears? It's getting then cold in New York City. Why do you have a snow hat on? It's getting cold in New York City. You know, it's getting really cold this time of year. Cold in New York City. I got to... Okay, now here's what we're Grangers. Here's what we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do with the sound. Not good. The first verse you, the first verse, the first voice you hear will be that of your your president, ladies and gentlemen. Please treat him with respect. It would be Joe Biden. He's explaining to you more of your money that he just spent. The second voice you hear will be that of one of the foremost world-renowned economists in the world. Milton Friedman, and Uncle Milton, that's what they used to call him in the economic circles, Uncle Milton is going to explain what causes inflation. You, ladies and gentlemen, are experiencing inflation. And then we will hear President Biden one more time. So now you've heard Biden, you're going to hear Uncle Milton, and then you'll hear Biden again so you can put everything in context. Let us begin. Why, 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 why? Well, with the help of your members of Congress here today, I signed into law a -a once-in-a-generation investment in roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more, over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. 
Well, with the help of your members of Congress here today, I signed into law a once-in-a-generation investment in roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. You're killing me, Smalls. And billions, uh, trillion, uh, I spent a lot of money. Well, yeah, you want to know why inflation is where it is? Because that's what Joe's been doing. Now, some of the money that Joe is spending, besides roads and everything else, story today from BizPack Review, Biden administration funding drag performances in Ecuador. In Ecuador, on U.S. dime. Is grooming perhaps going global? In at least one expenditure, the United States State Department, under President Biden and the Democrats, spending about $20,000 to fund, among other things, drag shows as part of diversity and inclusion initiatives. The recipient of the drag show grant is an Ecuador-based nonprofit called Centro Ecuatoriano Norte Americano, or C-E-N. So Joe Biden and his Democrats are now allocating money so that in Ecuador, the good people there can watch drag shows with your tax dollars. Give me a little break here. They're not giving you a break. And you want to know why inflation is where we are? That's part of the reason. Here's a troubling story, my friends. This is from Fox News today. A 24-year-old woman accused of the horrific murder and rape of a 12-year-old girl whose body was found in a plastic box in Paris last week has been living in the country illegally for several years. That's according to a French government official. The killing of the girl, identified only as Lola Lola Daviet, has triggered an intense political debate on President Emmanuel Macron's immigration policies. After the country's media reported, the 24-year-old suspect was an illegal immigrant from Algeria. Why am I reading this? Because liberals are liberals are liberals are liberals. Liberals don't know borders. Liberalism doesn't know borders. Immigration is a problem, illegal immigration throughout Europe, and they have the same attitude, the liberals there, that liberals here. How many times have we seen this story in America where illegal immigrants in the country are committing rape and murder and mayhem? This time in Paris, it was a 12-year-old girl raped by a female illegal immigrant in the country for several years from Algeria. The people in France are upset. Marine Lapine, who heads those far-right National Rally Party people, said the suspect in this barbaric act should have not been in our country. How many Americans say that every day about crimes committed here? Liberals don't care. The liberals here don't care. They don't care if the criminals roam the streets. In France, they don't care. Illegal immigration, not an issue except for the people that are harmed by it. Liberals are liberals are liberals. Doesn't matter where in the world you go, liberals are liberals are liberals.
Radio 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. To the phone, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Before I have to pull the strap off the cut, give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Hampton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble, cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. I mean, why are we, who picked, why are we playing Snoop? Well, since we always do birthdays with uh, artists in the music community, today happens to be Snoop Dogg's 51st birthday, 51st birthday. Oh, well, I wonder what he's going to do to celebrate. And I wonder is, uh. Martha Stewart going to be having part of that celebration. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G, but I somehow, way keep coming up with funky-ass hits like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping because my mama ain't home. I got some freaks in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the oh, morning. goodness. My mama ain't home. The freaks ain't leaving till six in the morning. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. We're going to blow them out. <clears throat> yeah, this is uh, that... Uh, Sipping on gin and juice. This is, uh, yeah, the wholesome music of Snoop Dogg, who's 51 years old today. Happy birthday. Surprised you made it this long. Um, Let's see. We have, we have an addendum. I want to go back, ladies and gentlemen, and reconnect with what we played with right before the break. Our President Biden, Milton Friedman. Let us do that because we have an addendum. Roger, Roger. Well, to help your members of Congress here today, I signed into law a once-in-a-generation investment in roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. Now, our addendum. After hearing that soundbite, our very own Princess Diana, the princess of policy. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why she is America's princess of policy. Sent me a very quick note with this reminder. To add to that soundbite and those soundbites you just heard, she sent a story from Politico. 
the Politico story was run on April 25th, 2020. And the headline, Biden wants a new stimulus, a hell of a lot bigger than $2 trillion. Biden explains in this article how much of your money he wants to spend, this endless spending. And here is the final quote of that political piece. Biden said, Milton Friedman isn't running the show anymore. He knew and knows what Milton Friedman was saying about inflation, and he proudly boasted, Friedman is not influencing us anymore, and what did we get? Biden got his spending, and what do we get? Exactly what Milton Friedman said we would, out-of-control inflation. Because as Biden said, Milton Friedman not running the show anymore. Well, that's just well, isn't it? Thank you, Princess Diana. Now, I want to switch gears for a moment, and then, yes, we're going to take your calls. We're going to start taking calls, and we'll take calls for the rest of the program when we get to it. We've got so many people who want to talk about so many different things. Two more things first. Liz Truss. You heard Mark Stein talk about this week. A poor dear. Didn't even, she lasted six weeks, and she's gone. There are now articles about who's going to take over. If you're interested in British policy, we can go in the weeds. Maybe we can, um, you know what, we should reach out to Nigel Farage. I know you're out there, Lisa. Nigel Farage. We need to talk with Nigel. And let's talk and find out what the Brits have in mind next. This one didn't last six weeks. And if you think that uh, uh, the folks in the U.K. are feeling a little bit like their government might be just a little unstable, yeah. All right, now. There is another one unrelated to all that we've been talking about today. This is a parent at a school district in America. He happens to be an African-American man, and he is addressing his school district. I mean, his school board. Please listen carefully to what this parent is saying to his school board members. The last name is Amon Chukwu. Thank you very much for correcting me, Mr. Amon Chukwu. Yes, no problem. It means I know God. Um, Luke chapter 17 and 2 says, It is better for a person to have a millstone tied around their neck and to be thrown into the sea than for anyone to harm or damage a child. So the question today to the school board is, only you know whether or not your role, the policies, the curriculum, and the things that you allow in this school system in Wake County, only you know whether or not a millstone is tied around your neck. The reality is this, God is going to judge every last one of you for decisions that are made on behalf of children. You know, this past year we spent $1 million on a diversity office. And how did that benefit black children? How did it benefit children in general? Well, 78% 
of third through eighth grade black students are not proficient in math in Wake County. We're wasting taxpayer dollars putting money towards this diversity office that's not benefiting those who need it the most. 66% of third through eighth grade students are not proficient in reading. Black students, they're not reading on grade level. They're not performing mathematically, and they're not going to be able to get jobs in the fields like STEM. But we're wasting money on a diversity, equity, and inclusion office while we are failing black students in the name of diversity. You know, in the Jim Crow era, black students were locked out of the public school system. But today they are trapped in. And many of these students need options. They need school choice. They need the opportunity to take their taxpayer dollars and take it to school systems that will benefit them and support them and educate them. And as we talk about inclusion and making sure that the trans student feels comfortable and the queer student feels comfortable, what does that have to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic? As we are, in, oh, as we, as we are teaching cultural Marxism and grooming children to be the next pervert, we are damaging our kids in this public school system, and it needs to stop. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, nothing more I want to add to that. We'll be back. Your phone calls coming up on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Talk Radio 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, rush. Those of you who listen to this show know that this is one of my favorite bumper music pieces we ever play. It's Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home, Alabama. On this day in history, October 20th, 1977, Leonard Skinner, bandmates, three of them, including the founder of the group, Ronnie Van Zant, guitarist Steve Gaines and his sister, Cassie Gaines, were among those killed. In an airplane crash, 20 people survived. They didn't. But Leonard Skinner, iconic music group, will be with us. As long as there is an America and as long as there is an Alabama. to get to the phone, so we're going to do that. There is a Ron DeSantis cut that we're going to hold until tomorrow, and we'll also talk about Megyn Kelly. Both of these have to do with COVID and the new restrictions that people want the CDC to put 
in schools demanding COVID vaccines. We'll get to that and other things tomorrow. Let's meanwhile get to the telephones. People have been waiting for a long time. Joe in Westchester County, welcome. You're on Boats and Everybody's Rush Hour. How are you, Joe? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. I have uh, just a question for you. Can you advise Lee Zeldin to get up and tell Kathy Hochul on the television for 15 seconds that she can't talk for him, that he has his plan, and this is what it is, and she's just lying about what he's going to do? You just advised him, and thank you. You know, Lee Zeldin, by the way, I talked about last week, Bob and I, Bob Brown and I talked about this. There was a poll showing a 10-point gap, and I pointed out to Bob last week the reason that that 10-point gap existed was because the pollsters only selected for their their survey registered voters. And as I pointed at the time, that is not an accurate poll. When you're polling this close to an election, you poll likely voters, not registered voters. And indeed, the polling information shows that Lee Zeldin and Governor Hochul are pretty much running a race that could go either way. So this is a shout-out to all of you that are supporting Lee Zeldin. Make sure that you don't let whatever these Democrats and liberals have in mind in the last days of the campaign dissuade you from coming out. And that should be for all voters. Just come out. I don't care whatever the other side does in any race. If you're a voter... Come out if you want your voice to be heard. Thank you, Joe, for the call. I appreciate that. Let's go to Manhattan and Max. How are you, Max? Yes, James. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, two things, if I may. You had a cut, that, an audio cut that you played last week, I think it was, of a crowd yelling at AOC. Please play that again when you get a chance. Okay. Uh, another thing here. Um, AOC chance- got roasted last night. Again, she held another town hall and they were shouting at her, AOC must go. She was dancing. They were doing it in a chant. She was sitting on the stage dancing to their chat. Chat, But her, her town halls are turning out to be anything but what she expected. What was your second thing? Okay, the second thing is, can we get the names of the families and the individuals, well, the names of the people who were in jail from January 6th? They should at least be let out if they um, on bail, if in the very least, if, they, if they're going to be taken to court. Um, and maybe their families can come on the radio and um, put in their two cents. You know, that would be interesting. Marjorie Taylor Greene, for all the heat she takes, was the only one, she and Louis Gohmert, that actually managed to get in to see some of these people. Louis Gohmert got in when the, on the front-line doctor, Simone uh, Gold, was jailed. And, of course, liberals had a cow when Louis uh, talked with her afterwards. We're going to have Louis on one day before the election, too, my good friend, brother Louis Gohmert. Uh, so, yes, thank you for that suggestion. We'll do our best to see what we can do. Let us go to Russ in New Jersey. How are you, Russ? Hey, Bo. I love you, and I love your show. Um, thank you. I, and I know you're, you're a, music, a musical genius. So I wanted to see if you, if you know of uh, Gil Scott Heron's album. It was 1980. It was called Realize. Gil Scott Heron, of course. You know, Gil Scott is most known for his first album, the revolution won't be televised, and yes. boy, and he did the H two O Gate Blues on that one. I saw him perform at the Bottom Line when I was when that when that album was still out. Um, Gil Scott Heron, an amazing poet, 
And he's just, uh, so, yeah, we can play some Gil Scott one of these days. I love Gil Scott Heron. Thank you. What a great suggestion. Yeah, my, I appreciate that, Russ. My, my, my dad had a, a recording studio and had the pleasure of working with him. Uh, I guess they did some overdubs at, at my father's studio in, in Jersey back in the day. But it wasn't Where on, uh, in Jersey? It wasn't was, it Engel- was it in Englewood? No, no, North Bergen. North Bergen, New Jersey. It was a, oh, cool. a 24 tracker. Yeah, he had a 24 track, you know, analog. It wasn't, uh, he didn't go digital like everybody else did because Hit Factory and everybody else was going digital at that time. But he stayed analog. But uh, unfortunately, he closed down in, in the 80s, 87, I think it was. But, well, I uh, bet you he's got some fun archives, and you should dig those out, Russ. What a great memory that you bring to us. Thank you, Russ. I appreciate the call. we got to move. Uh, time's running short. Anthony, Staten Island. How are you, Anthony? Anthony once. Anthony twice. Bye, Anthony. Mike in Hudson. Yes, uh, I was listening to Coast to Coast AM, that uh, late-night uh, radio show, Mm-hmm. And they had a remote viewer on, okay? Remote viewers can send their minds through distant places and find things. For example, the military was looking for a down plane in uh, Africa, and no. all their technology couldn't find it. You there? Yeah, did they follow the chemtrails? To, did they follow the chemtrails to get it, or what? I'm a little confused, no, but no. no, they didn't. No, no, no. That's remote viewing. They send Oh, not mind. chemtrail tracing. Okay, I got no, it. No, they this is remote viewing. Okay. So, we'll have to look into that because that could really be handy in trying to track down who's voting where. I love it. Christine, very quickly. Hey, Bo. It's Christine from New Jersey. I spoke to you a few weeks ago about the restaurant that I have. Oh, yes. Do me a favor, honey. Call us back tomorrow when we have a little bit more time because I want to ask you a question about your restaurant. But right now we're running out of time and there's something I need to say. So, Christine, give us a call tomorrow. We'll get you in. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a special shout-out to the folks over at Ramsey Mazda. You know, we have uh, our program that we're doing on Friday, October 28th, Back the Blue. This is an age where corporations, it's okay if they go woke. They can make all the noise they want to. But a lot of corporations would not do what Ramsey Mazda is doing, which is backing the blue proudly. And we're proud of Ramsey Mazda, and we're also proud to be presenting this program, Back to Blue, on Friday, October 28th. want to make sure that we mention that to you every single day so that you remember what we're doing here on WABC. Catch at Night is coming up next. Make sure you keep it here. Get that WABC app. Keep it with you all the time. And remember, also, we're having a special mask for Bernie this week, Thursday. So remember that, too. And you can RSVP. WABC Radio. Go to the website. Get more about that. Anyway, time's up here for me today. This hour goes so fast. Yes, indeed. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. We'll see you tomorrow here on Boston Early's Rush Hour. A lot more to come for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of it today. Hope you're a part of it tomorrow as well. See you then. Bye.